0: Infinite Guitars. This is Play on Arrival, a weekly video game forecast brought to you by RPGera.com. Here at Play on Arrival, we'll be running down the biggest and hottest games releasing each week, talking about the new releases we've been playing since we last spoke, and looking ahead to the most anticipated games releasing next week. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me on the show today, he is the co-host of Blood and Destroyers, an oddly wrestling podcast. Every Sunday, it is Sev.
1: Hi, everybody. Hi Brian. Afternoon, at RPG Era Galaxy. I'm not
0: used to this intro <laughs> <laughs> Me neither
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know, I'm not used to the, uh, the Play on Arrival intro yet either, but we'll get there We'll get there, it's only, uh, what is it's technically Episode 3, but it's the 4th If you count the pilot, so we're moving right along Ah, special shout out to Occam's Laser for the music you heard today during the show. Go check them out where you can find music and people, including YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You won't be disappointed. Please take a moment and do us a favor if you'd be so kind. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you chose to listen to us on and drops a quick rating and a review. Really does help us out in terms of visibility, so that this show continues to grow. Now more than ever, when the shows are new, these ratings and reviews really help. So head on over there and do that, please. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well. Patreon.com/slash forward era Check out our tiers, see what we're doing, and if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not continuing to listen to the episodes as they upload each week works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, JexX and Zanku. Sev, this is a much more rep like ideal representation of what Play on Arrival is going to look like and yeah. feel like on a weekly basis. You know, our pilot episode was still a uh, regular episode of Max Level. The first episode we had a bunch of people on. Last week we did Thunderdome, so we had a bunch of people again. This was week and generally most weeks plan arrival will be a two-person show whether it's me and you me and Kyle whoever right it'll be a two-person show yeah
1: short and to the point
0: this one is going to be short (laughs) 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 which a lot of our episodes for plan arrival will be on the shorter side we're just running down the new releases and talking about what we've been playing right we don't have anything major Um, I don't have anything new to talk about I might talk about a few things when we get to it but this episode will be your I like Like I said, it's your it's your ideal representation. There's another word that I'm trying to think of, but I can't I can't quite think of it at the moment. Um, But this is the way the show is going to be every week and, and this should be the runtime, basically what you get today so if you were frightened by the last few episodes especially Thunderdome and, and you were thinking we're gonna just stick to that hour and a half or so like we were doing with max level that is not the case you'll see so when we get to the end of this show 7 as we move into current conditions you have been playing a game I don't know when this dropped maybe you do it was a couple weeks ago right it yeah, hit maybe like a week game pass was it yeah. only a week or two ago mm-hmm. oh dang I thought it's been out for like maybe two or three weeks um but you might be right it actually i think it was the end of march it game pass and that as i said at the beginning is a game that i'm really excited to check in uh, check out eventually you've already been playing it infinite guitars tell me about it how is it
1: yeah so uh infinite guitars dropped on game pass this is a dystopian like sci-fi far off world it's not our world you're basically on a planet called Isla, um, which is a planet of endless islands. Um, so you do get to like fly around in a little ship and go to different islands. Now oh, I will you do? state this. Yeah, I will state that this is uh, much, much, much like Dodgeball Academia and Young Souls and indie games of that type. Like it's definitely a smaller experience. Um, yeah, I think how long to beat has it about seven and a half hours? Uh, I I've mean looking good.
0: at the I mean after you know watching the trailer, looking at the gameplay videos, checking out people's thoughts, that sounds about right. Um, but this is a a rhythm based rpg correct
1: yeah so there, there are rhythm mechanics there are turn-based battle mechanics and then there are also like action mechanics when you start the game it's like oh do you like rhythm games and i instantly went nah it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, is that
0: uh, a choice you can make yeah yeah oh nice
1: um so it's like okay then do you want the rhythm difficulty on easy and i said like, yeah i do um and then it's like how do you feel about um Turn based games. And I'm like, yeah, I like them. It's like, okay, we'll put the difficulty of normal for them. Oh,
0: so you can change the difficulty of like the battles separate from the rhythm mechanics mm-hmm.
1: that's it yeah and then there's another one for action action games as well you can set the difficulty for that one because the game does work on like three sort of separate mechanics there are what i'd call danger zones when you're walking around the world in my like, way <laughs>
0: to the danger, danger zone. zone come um, on now
1: yeah. So yeah in these in these quote, so Kenny unquote,
0: Loggins, come on so good.
1: <laughs> in these quote unquote danger zones um, there's like you've like faced a faced an enemy and they like they like ground paint onto the floor and they get like this like circle pulse that comes out yes and you yes, have to yes, jump yes, over yes. that it's very common in games um, so in these danger areas you get like those circle po- uh, circle pulses and then you also get um, homing missiles being dropped on you like pretty much constantly and then like pulse lasers that go like the entire length of the screen they come down and they're sort of supposed to be in line with the music so you have to like dodge over them and keep moving to get through these danger zones Um, and there are other points where You'll come to, like, gates, and there, there are lots of mechs. Like, the, the sort of Ooh, premise of the game okay. is that...
0: This is a SEV game, then.
1: Yeah, it's, it's got mechs, and it's got turn-based combat. Like, I'm, I'm, I should be in on this one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the basic premise of the game is you play a guy called JJ, uh, who's very much like, I'm done with the world. I just want to sit and play my guitar. and like, and I can, I can... uh Also, he's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can get on board with that. I can... Um, <laughs> I'm done yeah, with the world, resonate. too. I don't want to sit
0: there and play my guitar. <laughs> but I wanna sit there and sleep and just sleep the sleep my life away, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, he gets wrapped up in this, like, some, some kind of plot. And I'm not really sure what's going on at the moment. There are, as I said, there are mechs everywhere. But everyone talks, like... There's no actual voice in the game. It's just text speeches. But they're all sort of like, everything is in motion. You will play your part. The future is yours to take. The old world is dead. Like, okay, so what is actually going on? Um, but I don't really know at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, JJ's got, like, a life core. And uh, the life cores can like power up mechs and they can power up gates like every time you use your life core to power these things up you will take a piece of your health off but every time you hit the notes correctly that will give you a piece of your health back so um
0: now you these these are the guitar based rhythm mechanics right yeah so in the the screenshots that i see in the, the the gameplay videos there's three lines right up left and right is that just the directional pad?
1: Yeah, so on the Xbox, which I'm playing on Game Pass, is Y, X, and A. Oh, it is, it's than, not the directional yeah, yeah. pad, okay. And then it's like, it's press, hold, or mash the button. So there are like three different types of buttons, button prompts that come in them. Um, and when you're in battle, those things are generally about eight to 12 notes long. So they're not incredibly long. But then when you open like green sword gates, those ones are like two or three times the size, and you need to get like a certain percentage of the notes hit correctly to um to activate it and then in your turn based battle system you have you have like three sets of moves. One uh one move is like a a constantly moving bar, like goes from one to one hundred and then loops round. And if you hit it in ninety five or higher, you'll do a critical hit. But then obviously 'Cause it's moving constantly. The closer you get to ninety five, the more likely you are to like hit the button and it'll roll around into like one or two and then you'll do very, very little damage. Got it. Um, Okay, and then the next cut the next two kind of attacks are essentially you loading up into like a rhythm mini game where you have to hit like eight to 12 beats and then depending on how many you hit will be how much damage you do. And then like on the reverse of that when you get attacked, it goes to like a like a 2d side scrolling uh, view and your character can like run Back and forth in this in this view, and then there'll be like uh, homing reticles that will attack, and you can just dodge them uh, to not take any damage. Like the first time I did those, like I got hit quite a few times. Now you have like a risk and reward system where like you can just take the hits, take the damage, and they won't do that much. But if you decide to dodge, um, you can obviously get out of the damage. But then if you get hit while dodging, you will take more damage. Um, so yeah, but you will find that it is probably like I find that I was man able to dodge like 90 percent of the things by the time I was sort of into it and I played like two or three hours last night. I thought I was only gonna put like forty minutes in last night, but I ended up playing like two or three hours.
0: Also, so it sucked you in, that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was actually quite enjoying it. Like once I got into the the tune that was on that level, uh, in that planet, um, I was really enjoying it. Um and then So is
0: it like um, Crypt of the Necrodancer or Cadence of Hyrule where, like, each section or area has its own beat that you're playing along to? So
1: it has, like, a tune that you're playing along to. Like, I went to... I I playing, like, two or three hours last night and then I stuck about an hour in this morning. Um, And last night I managed to finish the chapter one. I beat, like, the first, like, two-ish bosses. And then this morning I got to a new planet and the uh, the music was completely different. It's still the same sort of, like either a funky guitar or yeah. like sort of, yeah, shredding stuff. But yeah, yeah, um, last last night I was like really in and I was on rhythm and this morning I was so out of rhythm that I, just, <laughs> I was just losing health constantly. And it was—I don't know—it was a real battle of my will to keep playing. Like last night, I was having so much fun, and this morning I was like, "Gosh, if I'm just not in the right headspace, or I've not got complete focus on this and the timing, then it is just gonna eat me alive. Like I'm not gonna be able to do much damage. I'm gonna take lots of damage, and then when you're in the danger zones, you're just gonna get hit constantly." Um,
0: Are they actually called danger zones?
1: They might be called danger zones, or is that
0: just because I'm—I'm loving the that the, the, you just keep saying danger zones. <laughs> I, just, I have that Kenny Loggins song just looping in my head at this point
1: so when you get you know when you're in one because you go in and there's like uh, yellow and black tape up in the corner and I don't know whether it says danger zone on there or whether it says like you've entered a danger zone um, but for some reason yeah
0: it's like caution kind of tape what,
1: yeah 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 exactly caution tape but yeah um, I did go and read a couple of reviews after I finished playing last night um, and there were only two, like two reviews on open critic so far one of them's a, a four out of ten and the other's 55 out of 100 oh that's not good no no it's not getting um very positive reviews
0: it only has 10 reviews on steam but it's sitting at mostly positive like the steam reviews user reviews have been quite a bit higher
1: okay so for what, what i could tell from the reviews they were kind of like um you can have up to four party members but every time you attack Every time it's your turn to attack, you can only choose one party member. So it's not as if, like, all four party members get to go before your opponent gets to hit back. Um, so it's essentially, why have you not just got one one party member? Because that will do the same thing. Um, and then apparently there is a fair amount of backtracking. But but to be fair, like, if the game's only seven and a half hours long, and it is kind of a...
0: Yeah, how much backtracking can there really be?
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. Like, I definitely feel like I enjoyed myself so much last night that I am going to stick with it and see if I can actually get all the way through it. But if I do come across... across multiple times where I am just eating damage constantly that I might I might have to step away but
0: I yeah. did install it I put it on the Xbox uh, my Xbox Series X is basically out of storage so I right. have to cycle what games I have installed through Game Pass on there uh, MLB the show is taking up a ton of space as it does every year when that comes out but I did make room for infinite guitars it's not a big game
1: no bit 2 gig I
0: think I think it was 2 gigs yeah Um. so I will play this eventually it's it, it... Honestly, man, it sounds more of a genre bender than I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize, I knew it was like rhythm and turn-based. I didn't realize there was action elements as well. Um, Does it lean more on one of those genres than the other? Or is it like an actual balance between every genre it's trying to do?
1: See, I think think it probably leans more into the rhythm just because you seem to do more of the rhythm, like the action stuff.
0: Oh, that's good. That's what I was hoping
1: for. Yeah, the action stuff, you can kind of get into a rhythm of jumping over things, apparently the pulses all happen to the beat um so you can kind of there's there's rhythm there and then obviously like the little rhythm mini games, and then opening opening gates and using mechs and stuff that's all via the rhythm thing but there are also like enemies walking around on the map and if you hit x to hit them with your guitar before they notice you then you'll get a bonus when you start the round um so yeah like the turn-based combat is in there as well like there's a fair amount of that to do but yes yeah. nice. um, i was trying to find last night um just, like, the soundtrack to it, so I could, like, drop the soundtrack in the video game music channel, because...
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the soundtrack on Steam, because I was curious. I mean, obviously, this is a $10 soundtrack through Steam, Um, but I'm not really familiar with, and, and I might be if I looked into them more but none of the composers featured on the soundtrack are are jumping out to me that oh i recognize that name mm-hmm. a lot of them are like you know stage names like shady cicada skybridge fat bard i have no idea okay, people yeah. are.
1: <laughs> fair fair but yeah i definitely um play it i'd give it more than 20 minutes um i'd definitely give it at least like an hour or so just so you can get out of the of them explaining the game to you and start to play it for yourself and then you'll sort of hear the music come through properly. But uh, yeah, I was definitely digging the First Planet's um, music.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the soundtrack. I don't think I've heard anything from the soundtrack yet. I, I don't know if it's up on YouTube. If you looked, it's probably not. Um, yeah, I
1: did have a look on Spotify and there's only like a lo fi version of the playlist, um, which is a bit of a shame.
0: That actually sounds kind of cool though. Um, yeah,
1: lo fi is, is cool, but it's not. I, I couldn't link the lo fi and then be like, this is what I'm listening to. Yeah, so, right. yeah,
0: there's, there's really not even any of the soundtrack on um, YouTube either. The only one I'm seeing is what you saw, which I'm assuming is the lo fi version. Uh, which is on Spotify, that is actually on YouTube as well. Um, so yeah, hopefully I'll be able to hear this. I mean, if I have to, I'll just buy the soundtrack if I'm digging it. But uh, I'm looking forward to playing this, especially after you talked about it. Like, I'm I'm glad that it leans more heavily on the rhythm, because that's kind of what I was hoping for.
1: Mm-hmm. Wicked. I should just everyone give it a look.
0: Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Like we always say, or we might not always say on this show, but we're going <laughs> to always say, if, if it's on Game Pass and you have Game Pass, why not? Check exactly. it out. Yeah, there is no monetary loss. Check it out. See if you like it. If you don't, delete it. Mm-hmm. Not that big of a deal. I'm still trudging through uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, dude. I am up to chapter 11. Yeah. So there are 16 chapters in Resident Evil 4 Remake. I uh, hopefully will finish that. I won't finish it today. There's not a chance. And I likely won't finish it tomorrow either, but maybe Wednesday. Uh, I would like to finish that in the next couple of days and move on to something else. I am loving the RE4 Remake, though. I know when Kyle talked about it last, it may have been in the pilot episode for this show, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember if it was on max level or if it was that pilot episode. Um, But I hadn't really played much of it yet, or I don't know if I even played any of it at all at that point. Um, I'm pretty sure I've surpassed where he's at at this point. He hasn't played it in a couple days, but I am freaking loving this remake, dude. It is so much more enjoyable than the original Resident Evil 4, which I was a big fan of on the GameCube. I loved RE4. But I am really loving this remake. I think they did a fantastic job. So that's pretty much been getting all of my console gaming time whenever I am, you know, on the PS5 or I shouldn't say Xbox. I'm playing RE4 on the PS5, but anytime I'm like sitting down or on the consoles, it's generally that that I'm playing. I haven't even picked up WWE 2K23 in... About a week now.
1: <laughs> often by the same to be honest. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I don't know how often I will pick that up again and you know, moving forward. Now that I finished I still need to finish the locks, my rise, right? I still mm-hmm. need to finish the guy's story. And I do want to go through um like a section of universe. And I will finish showcase because I want credit for the game for the game challenge for twenty twenty three. So I will do that. I just don't like I'm not in a rush. It's not going anywhere. Like all these other major releases coming out, I want to stay current, and I want to I want to not focus on something that I can just sink time into whenever I'm bored. So.
1: Yeah, I did. I did say to you that I'm. I am. I am aiming for the platinum on WWE 2K23 because yeah. it's not that difficult of a platinum. No,
0: I so. was looking. It doesn't seem that challenging, does it?
1: No, there is there is a few time sinks like win 100 matches in uh, my faction and stuff like that. Well uh, yeah, it's all stuff I can just do throughout the year. Like Yeah, you'll right eventually away. pop it. Yeah. yeah exactly.
0: exactly. Exactly. Sean and I have been putting a ton of time into Dead by Daylight again lately. Uh <laughs> we are we are fully back into that game. Um honestly, man, and, and it's been the case. Dead by Daylight is one of my favorite games of all time, right? Like nice. it's it's a game that I continuously go back to. It's a game that I never forget how to play, and when I get back to it, even if I take you know, this this most recent return to the game, I hadn't played in almost a year and I'm still just as good as I was a year ago. Like I'm already back in the red ranks, right? Like we, yeah, we made yeah. it, I'm iridescent two, which there's only four levels per uh per color and iridescent is the top one. So you start at ash, then you move to bronze, then silver, then gold, then iridescent is last and iridescent four, three, two, one. So okay. once I get through two, then I'll be iridescent one again. Now they do reset the ranks every month on the 13th. Yeah. But, um, it's not that challenging to get back there, especially if you remember what to do and you remember how to play. Um, and you remember the strats of course, and how to loop if you're playing survivor, which is generally what I do. But I've been putting so much time into that again, lately having an absolute blast. I want to put more time into dead by daylight. Um, We've been playing with a couple other friends that Sean knows, so we've had full parties a few times. There's been just a lot of fun, man. It's been a lot of fun, and I would play it more often if if I could schedule the time with specifically Sean, right? Like, that's the game that I, I tend to play most with him, and I enjoy it most when I'm playing with Sean, who you guys heard last week on Thunderdome. So maybe in the future we'll we'll get to uh, throw down even more on that. And dude, I'm still trudging away at uh World of Warcraft. Not so much retail, but I have been putting a few more hours than I usually do into Classic Warcraft as well. Um helped Sean finish a couple group quests that I caught up to him with. Uh finished my lore master stuff in the new continent of Northrend for Wrath Classic. So, I'm I, I don't know, man. I just haven't I haven't been putting a ton of time into console gaming lately, right? It's been mostly mm-hmm dbd or or warcraft so i don't have anything new unfortunately to talk about this week in terms of new releases hopefully i will next week on the show um, I should be getting EA Sports PGA Tour today in the mail from Gamefly. I haven't actually checked the mail yet today. Uh, that game is so fucking gorgeous. I was watching videos and gameplay of it.
1: <laughs> nice, nice.
0: I'm actually looking forward to check that out, man. So hopefully I'll get a chance to talk about that next week on the show and maybe uh, maybe another single player game. I don't know what I'm going to move into next after Resident Evil 4. I haven't decided yet. There's so much out there now that have that has come out that I have access to. I'm not sure. So Yeah,
1: I think for me, uh, maybe, Seeker comes out on the 18th, and then the 21st, we get Advanced Wars and uh, Dead Island 2. So, yeah, my lineups. My lineup's going to bulk up over the next like week and a half. My, uh, plenty yeah,
0: to play. Mage Seeker is a big one for me. Um, obviously, the Burning Shores DLC for Horizon Forbidden West comes out next week as well. Yeah. So I have uh, a lot to get to, and I have quite a bit that um, that I still have that I haven't finished. I will tell you, Sev, that I am officially done with like a Dragonetian, though. Remember I told you I wasn't going to finish until I paid oh, yeah, off yeah. The, the house debt? I finally did that. Please. so <laughs> you just you just have to make enough money doing the orders when you get to that point so if you want to do the same just really focus on the like farming orders that you send out to customers when you get your house okay that's yeah. that like how much money you make on that dictates when the landlord sends you a letter that you have to go repay him because he sends you an installment so there's like five installments of 20 20 Rio okay, um, yeah, yeah. and i wasn't really focusing much on the orders so i had to grind that when i got to that point but it took me a couple hours I just knocked it out over the weekend so I did finish it finally but that will be the end of current conditions which means we are going to jump into the seven day forecast Sev, we are back to a normal-sized forecast this week. There are six games releasing that I picked out that I thought were interesting to talk about here on the show. Game number one coming on Tuesday, which is tomorrow to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Sherlock Holmes, The Awakened Remake. Experience a nerve-wracking Lovecraftian adventure rebuilt from the ground up with modern graphics and gameplay. Become Sherlock Holmes and find yourself at the heart of the terrifying... Thulu mythos as you investigate a series of mysterious disappearances in Europe and the US. Is this one you've played before? I can't remember. Uh, no. And are you going to play this one? Because you do enjoy these
1: games. I do do, do, enjoy the Sherlock Holmes ones, yeah, Um, but I have still yet to play, what was it, Chapter One, the first one of these, like, new series of Sherlock Holmes games, so, like, while this will be on my radar, um, I probably won't get to it anytime soon.
0: Fair enough, I don't know that I will, because I've not played any of these Sherlock Holmes games, I know they're enjoyable to an extent, but I've just never really sat down and, and got invested in them, so I don't know that I will check this one out. A game that I will check out coming on Tuesday to PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Process of Elimination. A mysterious killer calling himself the Quartering Duke has recently begun a chain of murders that have claimed over 100 lives. As chaos spreads throughout society, the government announces unusual countermeasures against the Duke. They're enlisting the help of the Detective Alliance, an organization comprised of the very best in their field. Referred to by others using detective aliases, these individuals are regarded for their heroism as the crime rate continues to rise year after year. Ordinary high school student Wato Hojo is one such admirer of the Alliance. One day, he crosses paths with a peculiar man calling himself Senior Detective, who informs Wato that he's been Selected as a member of the Detective Alliance. Following this, Watto is knocked unconscious and forcibly brought to a remote island whose very name is unknown to him. And that's literally the description of this game. Um, doesn't really tell you much about the game, so let me let me dig in a little on that. Uh, it's more or less a visual novel right okay, like yeah, yeah. watching videos and I do have access to this um, I did get a, a review key for this game this was published by NIS America and you know we we generally still get stuff from NIS um, I will check this out relatively soon but I wanted to know what I was getting into because this is kind of like it has It actually plays nothing like Danganronpa but it's a detective type game which Danganronpa was right so that's kind of why yeah. Yeah. I was interested in process of elimination. Now, I did not have this high in my Thunderdome list, actually. I had this quite low.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it is more or less a visual novel. When I was watching gameplay of the early chapters just to get an idea of, of what the game actually is going to look like, it seems like 90 to 95% of it is visual novel stuff, right? Like just reading text, characters talking to you, progressing through screens, that kind of stuff. But there are detective elements and mechanics that you get to eventually, but sometimes it can take two to three hours, from what I noticed from some of the gameplay videos, to get through all of the dialogue that the game throws at you. Um, It it seems like the detective elements resemble the board game Clue, where you are moving characters about rooms and and doing things and trying to find evidence, maybe? Yeah. So... I think those elements and mechanics could be quite fun, but I do not know if I will see a lot of them, because I might fall off with how heavy the dialogue is in this game.
1: Yeah, I just worry that I I wouldn't be able to find all the clues and just get myself stuck in a loop. Um, I'll pass on this one
0: Yeah, I'll let you know. I will play it eventually. This is all just, you know, based off of watching videos. I haven't actually sat down to play this. I did install it on the PS5, but I've yet to play it. So hopefully I'll have some thoughts on this game soon. Game number 3 coming on Wednesday to PC, Wild Frost. Take on the elements in Wild Frost, a tactical roguelike deck builder. Journey across a frozen tundra, collecting cards strong enough to banish the eternal winter. This is not a game I would normally include, but because we are a podcast that talks about much any major or interesting looking game that's coming out over the next seven days this one kind of looks interesting it's not something i would play because i'm not super into deck builders but i do like tactical games and i do like roguelikes
1: yeah i'm a big fan of roguelikes um and i was surprised like a year or so ago i picked up slay the Spire, and that thing is uh absolutely and that's addictive. a deck builder right yeah that is a deck builder thought so so um This one
0: might be up your alley. This one you might want to... And it's very colorful. It's a a very pretty looking game. So this one might be up your alley. A game that's up my alley, and I think a lot of our alleys, because I think all of us had this quite high in Thunderdome. Not like top 10, but I think it was top 20 for a lot of us. Um... Game number four coming on Thursday to PC, Hunt the Night. Hunt the Night is a retro-style action-adventure game that combines a fast, skilled gameplay with dark fantasy lore. Play as Vesper, a virtuous member of the Stalkers, and explore the vast world of Medrum, a place filled with ruins and horrors. Go through dungeons full of gruesome enemies, fight challenging bosses, and use your arsenal of weapons and dark powers to take back the night. This game looks sick.
1: Oh, yeah, it looks beautiful. It uh, looks, good. yeah, really fun to play.
0: Yeah, this, it's this. sort of... I mean... It's got like the pixelated art style, actually kind of very similar art style in the overworld to Infinite Guitars. (laughs) Like after we just got done talking about that game, right? And and looking at the screenshots and videos of it and then looking at screenshots and videos of Hunt the Knight. um, It it does kind of same pixel art style almost, but this game looks way more up my alley. Um, it, It looks very cool. So this is one that I think I will be jumping into sooner rather than later. Nice.
1: I'll just be waiting on a console release for it. But yeah, hopefully it they hopefully it gets
0: one. I hope it does. I hope it doesn't say lock to PC. I hope it does come to consoles. That'd be cool. Especially Switch. It'd be a great yeah. Switch game. Yeah. Game number 5 coming on Thursday to PC, Fabledom. Once upon a village set in a wholesome fairy tale world. Fabledom is the ideal laid-back city builder. Enjoy the growth of your settlement, trade and use diplomacy to ally or challenge your neighbors, and most importantly, find yourself a prince or princess and live happily ever after. This game looks sick, dude. This game looks really cool. It's a like a fairy tale fantasy kingdom city builder.
1: I'm partial to a little city building.
0: Me too. You know I am. I love city builders, and I love games, and especially RPGs, like Dark Cloud and Ni no oh, 2, that words. include elements city. of city builders in them. Mm-hmm. Um, level 5 tends to do it best, and I wish they'd go back to Dark Cloud. All right. But... Mabledom looks really good. This is actually not a game that I had on my radar until I put the release list together for the episode today, saw this on there, saw how many people had it, you know, wishlisted on Steam through SteamDB and looked into it more, this game looks really dope, dude. Nice, nice, Yeah, so I think I will check this out. I don't know when, but this is a game that I will absolutely check out. Our sixth and final game this week, coming on Friday to PC, PS4, and Nintendo Switch, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. The Battle Network is back. Get ready to jack into the net. <laughs> to face off against deadly enemy programs and electrifying (laughs) grid-based battles and search the net for rare and powerful battle chips to build the ultimate deck of special moves. The renowned Mega Man Battle Network series, which has expanded into anime and comics, is back in the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. This bundle includes 10 action-packed games plus additional features like a gallery of illustrations and music. In addition, online play is supported. So all 10 of these games are Mega Man Battle Network, Mega Man Battle Network 2, Mega Man Battle Network 3 Blue, Mega Man Battle Network 3 White, Mega Man Battle Network 4 Red Sun, Mega Man Battle Network 4 Blue Moon, I didn't realize they had a Pokemon naming scheme going on here, Mega Man Battle Network 5 Team Proto Man, Mega Man Battle Network 5 Team Colonel, Mega Man Battle Network 6 Six, Cybeast Gregar and Mega Man Battle Network 6 Beast Falzar. Those are the 10 games included in this Battle Network Legacy Collection. I don't think I'll play this.
1: Do you know what? I might play it. I've heard people, people, people who are familiar with it. Um, they talk about it. Well, uh, I do oh, these
0: like... are definitely well-renowned games, right? Like mm-hmm. people love this series. I just tend to like the original mainline Mega Man games more so than even like the Zero or the, what was it? Not Zero, uh, X, right? Yeah. Like the X2, X, like I, I tend to like just the originals
1: more. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, i wait for reviews. If the reviews are overly positive, I might pick it up. I'd rather just pick up one game and try that rather than uh, committing to buying 10 games.
0: Correct, yeah. But if you enjoy it, then that's 10 games for the game challenge right there. Right. <laughs>
1: We'll see, we'll
0: see. Yeah, we will see. But those are the six games coming out over the next seven days that we picked out. My pick of the week this week is going to be Hunt the Night.
1: Yeah, but if I had a PC, it'd definitely be the one I'm playing this week if I had to pick one game out of this list.
0: Yeah. Second and a very close second for me is Fabledom, but I think Hunt the Knight would would take it for me.
1: Yes.
0: All right. Well, that'll be the end of the seven day forecast and almost damn near the end of the show. Like I said, uh, should be right around 40 to 45 minutes. And that seems about what we're going to hit uh, going into the extended forecast. We did have a couple release dates get confirmed last week and three of these actually are coming out next week. Two of them. I don't know about Gunjam. I don't know if I'll put that in the release list next week. Maybe. But two of these will definitely be included in the seven day forecast next week. Gun Jam releases on April 19th. Mr. Sun's Hatbox releases on April 20th, which looks so that cool. <laughs> and I, I love that it's coming out on 420 because it's that type of game. Nice. Uh, Homestead Arcana releases on April 21st, which weren't you interested in that? Maybe. That's like the. F- it's like a farm-based game, um, but it was revealed at, like, a Microsoft show, and I remember talking about it with you in a podcast afterwards. <laughs> I can't Maybe. remember if you said you were interested in that one or not. Yeah. But it comes out next week on April 21st. Okay. I'll look it up. Rhapsody Marl Kingdom Chronicles releases on August 29th, and Super Bomberman R2 releases on September 13th.
1: Interesting.
0: And hopefully it's better than Super Bomberman R because yeah, yeah. that game fucking sucked. It was I so bad. Game like twice. It's so bad. Why, why'd you buy it twice? Because,
1: uh, do you know what? I bought it and then I traded it and then like a, a year or so later I was like, do you know what? Maybe, maybe it wasn't as bad as I previously You would have had to pay
0: me to take that off your hands instead of trading it in. Like, here's 10 bucks. Take this game off my hands. It has All got right, a nice art so. cover
1: though. Especially if you get the, uh, the PS4 version,
0: Shiny. I had the Switch version, and I actually, I think I got it as a review copy, but okay. man, I did not like it. I fucking hated it. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, So I'm hoping Super Bomberman R2 is better, but I do not have high hopes for it. We'll see, though. No delays to talk about. Nothing was delayed that I saw over the last seven days. And we've already mentioned some of next week's major releases, but next week is quite a big week. Uh, Disney Speedstorm is coming out for Kyle and his kids to get invested in since they had it ranked high on Thunderdome. Right. Yeah. Minecraft Legends is next week which is going to be a very big game for a lot of people as you mentioned earlier the Mage Seeker a League of Legends story from um, the, the Moonlighter, devs. Moonlighter devs yep couldn't think of the name of the game for a second but yes that should be excellent as I mentioned earlier Horizon Forbidden West's Burning Shores DLC comes out on the 19th and I'm so glad that they made that DLC to where you couldn't start it until you finished the main story because for uh, the original game right um, mm-hmm. you could do the mm-hmm. DLC like Frozen early Worlds. yeah you could do it early into the story like you just okay. go there and do it Um, you didn't have to finish the game this one you actually have to finish the game and I think that makes sense for post story DLC like yeah. that should be the way it is so I'm in I'm in on that but this DLC looks amazing I can't wait Dead Island 2 which I know you're very excited for yeah and also, Sev, you mentioned it earlier, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp.
1: Yeah, my number one in Thunderdome, Advance Wars Next 1 week is 2. a very
0: big week, dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's definitely like 2023 is kicking off for me next week. Yeah,
0: 2023, well, I mean, it's been kicked off for a while now. We are in the midst of April, almost in the middle of April. But uh, this, is a, this is a very strong week. Maybe, probably not. I was going to say maybe the strongest week we've had so far, but that's probably a lie. I don't remember, though. I don't remember. But it could be. <laughs> it could be. Reaver. Yeah, Minecraft Legends is a big one. Like I said, Horizon getting some DLC, Dead Island 2, Advanced Wars. These are all games that people are, are eagerly anticipating and that have been delayed, especially Dead Island 2 and Advanced Wars so many times mm-hmm. that this is probably the biggest week so far of 2023 for video game releases. That's that's probably my guess. Yes. Um, but that'll be the end of the extended forecast and, and basically the end of the show. Before we get out of here, I don't think we've mentioned it on the show yet, but I, I want to say rest in peace to E3. <laughs>
1: Goodbye, E3.
0: Goodbye and good riddance, right? Like, should have never even attempted to come back in the first place. I think the replacements over the last few years since, you know, the pandemic happened, Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest, all these other companies going off and following Nintendo's route doing their own directs with State of Plays and Xbox showcases, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there's not really a place for E3 anymore, and I think they finally realized that when all of these publishers and developers pulled out one day after the next. Like, every single day we were seeing more and more, yeah, we're not going to go to E3 this year. Yeah, well, we're going to skip it this year. We're going to have our own show. Like, I, I hope they don't try again. Something tells me they try again next year, but I hope they don't try again.
1: Yeah, and if this, if this is the end, then um, I am okay with it. Um, I had many years of uh, me and some mates, we'd all gather around. Uh, oh, same. For, yeah, yeah. Video game Christmas, we'd all get hyped, play drinking games, watching men in suits tell us about... Uh, I mean, we do that now pixels.
0: and just... I react to them and you guys sit and chat
1: yeah yeah um yeah e3 used to be a very special time but they did they did kind of drop the ball and i don't think it's worth um publishers or developers now paying for the floor space um to present their games when they could just as you say do their own live streams and i kind of think that like e3 was always a trade show um, Correct, and we we as consumers should have come to expect that we get our, we get the conferences and then the show floor is open for for the likes of like IGN and that sort of stuff. And um,
0: oh yeah, they ruined it by opening the to the public. Exactly, they absolutely yeah. killed it. Yeah, that right. that was the death knell. Had to have been.
1: Yeah, like you should have left it um, with the reviewers and the critics so they can give us Agreed. deep dives and stuff like that. But instead, yeah, they opened it to the floor to the public, and all you heard from people like the Easy Allies and stuff is just like how much harder it is. To navigate E3 and how much of a nightmare time it is now. Um yeah, so I'm not surprised that yeah, the industry just doesn't want E3 anymore, unfortunately. Um and everything's got to evolve on it. We've got Summer Games Fest, we can do these shows digitally online.
0: Yeah, we already have quite a few things on the on the books for June of twenty twenty three, right? We know that um the Summer Game Fest kickoff is at three pm Eastern on June 8th. <laughs> And we then did. there is the Starfield Direct and Xbox Game mm-hmm. Showcase on Sunday, June 11th. And then Ubisoft is doing another Ubisoft Forward at 1 p.m. Eastern on Monday the 12th.
1: And finally time to see some Assassin's Creed.
0: Assassin's Creed and likely Avatar at that show. Fair, fair. Um, but yeah, man, like, and that's just the start, right? Like, we can expect a Nintendo Direct at some point this summer we can expect a state of play we can expect probably an EA play EA has some things to show this year I know they do Uh where's Skate yeah Skate Dragon Age right they have some things to show Ooh, yeah yeah Um, Square Enix has some things to show where's my so, Dragon Quest 12 where's my Dragon
1: Quest did you see Dragon they Quest? updated the logo no
0: they updated the logo for Dragon Quest 12 they made it a little bit more fiery and it stands out a bit more okay so, I, was
1: say, I thought you just said they made it darker <laughs> no because
0: they updated the logo go I think we actually hear something on that soon oh, that's that's my guess we. yeah sometime this year probably we I hear something that. on that game yeah we should yeah I I'm looking forward to the Summer Game Fest, man. I I still like reacting to anything that happens over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash RPGR. so make sure you guys are subscribed over there if you're not yet. We tend to just do reaction videos over there. Nothing really else happens there, Mm -hmm. but anytime there's a conference, I I generally try to react to it, so I don't know what the schedule is going to look like for me in terms of work starting on the 8th and through the Summer Game Fest there. May not be able to react to some of these live, but I will go live and just stream my reaction when I watch it later in the night, and you guys can check it out if you want to later that's fine but it'll just be for me mostly if i have to do it after
1: (laughs) yeah i'll probably be there i'm
0: always there Yeah, you're usually always there but that'll bring us to the close of play on arrival this week i did just want to say farewell to e3 and and wish it um you know the best in its future endeavors uh hopefully it it doesn't return like vince mcmahon did all right (laughs) steve do you have a closing for us this week do you have any famous last words
1: I do, and my famous lad's words this week come from Dylan Thomas, the poet, who said, I've had 18 straight whiskeys. I think that's the record.
0: This episode of Play on Arrival, the weekly video game forecast, has been brought to you by RPGera.com. Please remember to leave us a rating and a review, regardless of which platform you're listening on. If you want more of us, check us out on YouTube and make sure you're subscribed or following with notifications on. Links to where we can be found on social media as well as to our Discord server and all other important information can be found in the show notes for the episode.